What's going on, fellas? Rob Carbone. You're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis than by tuning into this podcast right here, right now. Let's go. Rob Carbone coming at you with episode 42 of BD4. Just a little out of the woods episode tonight. I know I had one last night, but um, you know I ranted on the Knicks and ripped into them about how they played against the Cavs, especially following up a big win in Dallas. But I went to bed still dissatisfied, woke up even more, so I figured... You know what? The Knicks have been bugging me all day. Let me just continue on and let more off my chest and just rant, just vent even more tonight. So, I guess we're going to talk about well, the Knicks had a they had a, they held a uh, press conference last night after the loss where Steve Mills and Scott Perry basically just talked about the state of the team and how they're obviously not satisfied with the Knicks picking up two wins in 10 games so far. And the one word they kept bringing up was consistency. You know, they wanted to see a more consistent effort from this team. They wanted to see consistent results, but that's not been the case. Right now, we're just seeing, really, we're seeing a bunch of individuals, um, a bunch of individuals going out there and just playing a free-for-all. They are. You know, that's that's one of the things I blame David Fisdale for. Um, you know, he's a man without a plan, at least offensively. He has these, his guys just going out there and running a free-for-all offensive system. There is no plan out there. It feels like he never runs any plays for his team. They don't run any kind of set offense. It's just, you know, they don't, they don't optimize their talent. You very rarely see them pick and roll. You know, you very rarely see them pick and pop, do any kind of set at all. And that's on Fisdale. And you have these guys out there just doing their own thing. That's not how you develop a young team. They're a bunch of individuals. That's not it. That's not the way to go. You have to have these guys playing like a unit. And, you know, it's not going to work when you're having Julius Randle run the point guard, when you're having R.J. Barrett run point guard, when you're having Alonzo Trier run point guard, three guys who score in ISO mode, you can't do that, especially Randall. This is a guy you have hogging possessions, uh, just jacking up shots and, and really just stunting the growth of the younger Nick Core. And same with like guys like Marcus Morris going ISO all the time and just disrupting the, uh, going against the flow of the offense it just it messes everything up, and Fizdale never holds them accountable. He still runs them out there in that same starting lineup. Um, those are the only two guys who haven't lost a spot in the starting lineup since the start of the season, which is a joke because those have been, you know, two guys who have hurt the the growth of the younger Knicks, and that's supposed to be the focus here. The focus isn't supposed to be on Morris, who won't be here probably past the trade deadline, and it shouldn't also it shouldn't be on Randall. 
I mean, this guy's a losing player. I don't care what stats he puts up. Last night he put up 20 and 16. It was the worst 20 and 16 I've ever I've ever witnessed. But it's it's bad because Fisdell has these guys out there just doing their own thing, and that's not how you coach. That's not how you coach. And the effort's inconsistent, you know, to begin. You don't have guys giving a consistent effort out there. Defensively, they're a step slow. Um, in every other game, they show up. They already have four 20-point blowouts already this season. It's a joke, and that's coaching. That's coaching, too. So as much as people want to call Fizdale some kind of scapegoat, some kind of fall man if he eventually gets fired, I don't agree with that. I disagree with that very much so. I think Fizdale has done a terrible—I'll uh, say a poor job. I don't want to say terrible because it's so early, but I think he's done a poor job coaching this basketball team. The fundamentals aren't there. The team unity is not there, and the effort's not consistent. So that's on coaching. I'm sorry. Now, as for the front office, I get it. You can't coach a team with 58 power forwards and three point guards who can't shoot to save their lives. That's that's going to be tough to coach no matter what. You can't pick up many wins when you're doing that. And that's on the front office for assembling such a unorthodox, unbalanced, mismatch roster here. I don't know what they were thinking. You know, it's a bad plan B. I feel like there was a better plan B they could have done. They could have at least surrounded the Knicks with a little a little better talent and they failed to do that to do that job you know what are you thinking you already have Dennis Smith Jr. who can't shoot the basketball who you traded for you already have Frank Nielakina who can't shoot obviously you're going to go out and get Alfred Payton what are you thinking you have how many power forwards on this roster now Portis Morris and Randall why are they all playing significant not only significant minutes but these are guys who Vizdil plays at the same time see that's where it's on him again the front office that it's stupid made stupid decisions by getting these guys but Vizdil doesn't always have to play them together and he's getting no defense and no ball movement which is the two things he's been preaching since day one being here but when he puts these guys all on the floor together and these stupid rotations it's not how he's not helping his own case here Okay, if you're going to get a shit hand, at least you know, deal with it properly. He's not doing that. You can't play Morris, Portis, and Randall at the same time and expect to get a team you know, continuity here. Are you kidding me? Shit's a joke. And that's one of the things, man. It's like, it's not that the Knicks don't have talent. You can look at the Knicks and say, oh, the Knicks are 2-8. and eight. Oh, the Knicks are the Knicks. They suck because they're, they're bad. No, they have some talent. They have a young core. It's just they didn't do a great job building around that young core and finding that balance. This is a team who, with their core, they should at least be heading you know, towards a 30-win season, I've been saying. But right now, it looks like we're heading for another miserable 17-win, maybe 20-win season again, if, if things continue to go the way they have. And that's unacceptable. And I'm not even talking about surrounding them with Durant, Kyrie, Leonard, and all them, which they failed to do. But they could have at least done better than what they did in the front office. And Fizdale could could do better than what he's doing now with these rotations. So it's on a little bit of both the FO and the coaching staff. They both share blame. One more so than the other. And I think, you know, things aren't going to change unless the front office is a different um, staff but, you know, definitely, there's definitely blame to go around the table here. I don't think anybody should be left out. 
Nobody's some scapegoat. No, I don't see it that way. I think there's talent on this roster, but one, it was the roster was built. The roster that was built around them wasn't, you know, properly built. And for two, it's not being coached um, correctly. So that's how you get where we are right now. Two and eight through ten games. Looking like the tunnel is going to get darker before it gets lighter. <laughs> and uh, especially with the stretch of games coming up to conclude the month of November. Uh, they have the Bulls and Mavericks coming up for the next two games. You know, Those two teams might be looking for some revenge. Those are the two teams we beat this season. So they might be looking for some revenge, especially being that it's Portis. Um, you know, the Bulls are going to want revenge on Portis after what he did to them. And the same with Porzingis at the Garden. So, But then you have a stretch of games to conclude the month where you play the Sixers, the Celtics, um, and a couple other really tough teams for a good while, too, to conclude November and for a good chunk of December. So it could get ugly, folks, if the Knicks don't bring out a consistent effort. So that's the one thing you have to see. And again, that's on coaching. Just give me effort. Give me effort. And you could be surprised. With an effort, you could probably pick up a couple more wins than they have so far. So we have to see what they do tomorrow. I'm not giving up yet, but I'm certainly not buying into what they're trying to sell me. All right, guys. Thanks so much for stopping by. Just a quickie tonight. But yeah, that's all I have to say on this one. Rob Carbone, BD4, episode 42. I'm going to bed. I got class in the morning. I'll see you all later. Ciao.